is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. Shout out to the patrons. Thank you for being subscribers to the Patreon. This show is live on Patreon. If you are not watching this show, if you are listening on the airways, if you are listening to this podcast, Please do yourself a favor. Go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. Join in on all the fun for as little as $3. Uh, we did a rampage watching this past weekend, or I did a rampage watching this past weekend. Uh, rampage was actually pretty good this past week. So uh, perks like that, you can come join over, do leave your comments. Interact on all the live shows because all the shows are live on Patreon and then they come out a day or two after. So if you want to be a part of the live show, come subscribe. That fell in Patreon. There's the link. Also on the music side, we do have the full catalog of that fell in over at the Bandcamp. So go to datfellin.bandcamp.com. Again, same deal. Subscribe for as little as $3 to get the entire that Fillin catalog. And Frank D is rocking some merch. I have some merch on the way, some brand new merch that we're going to be dropping. So to get some of that merch, go to teespring.com, search for that Fillin podcast and get your, get your gear, rock it, take pictures with it. There might be something in store with it. So fabulous Frankie D, you have a smile on your face. What, what are you smiling about? Hey man, what's up with you? What's up? Like shit. Just chilling. Looking for some jello. Jello, huh? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> jello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nah, man. It's all it's all gravy over here. You know what I'm saying? Too sweet right here. You know what I'm saying, Antonio? You know what I'm saying? Just you know kicking it, chilling, you know what I'm saying? Relaxing. Mm. Coasting. Nice. You feel me? San Antonio. Speaking of San Antonio, we have an uh, an event that we are sponsoring. Edge of Glory, Mission Pro Wrestling, April 22nd. Misty Marks versus The Dream Girl Ellie, who's also on AEW Dark right now. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dream Girl Ellie versus Misty Marks, April 22nd. That match is being sponsored by No Gimmicks. The front row is sold out. The second row is almost sold out. General assembly is sold out. And uh this looks like it's gonna be a good good event, man. So basically so, what you're saying here in public is that Mission Pro Wrestling Edge of Glory is about to sell out. It's about to sell out. And and and, and Missy Marks is helping sell it out. Yep. And that's what it is because the Missy champion. Marks the champ, Missy Marks, you know, she's the bad one, you feel me? Yep. And she's going to be the most talked about superstar, female superstar coming up in wrestling, I guarantee you, in the next five years. Yes. This girl, she's going she she gonna to be that one, trust me. So yes. be, remember that name right now. You're hearing it right here on No Gimmicks. Missy, Missy Marks. Marks. From the Dog Pound Dojo to the WWE or AEW. That's where she's going to end up. Watch. I agree. I agree. So, that being said, Edge of Glory, make sure you tune into it. All right. AEW is rumored to have coming out with a new show 
called yep. AW Collision. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a Saturday show. They haven't really, I don't think they've announced the network yet. Uh, I believe it's TNT. TNT? Yeah. I was hoping it would have been TBS, just for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But it's going to be TNT from, from what uh, it's been reported out there. And um, first of all, let me say that I don't like the name Collision. I it don't like it either. really shows me that all the good names for wrestling shows are copyrighted and trademarked by the WWE. They have yeah. all the cool names. So you're not, you know, you don't have anything like, you know, WWE Saturday Night or, yep. you know, WWE Pro Wrestling or, or, you know, the main event or something like that. Well, WWE has the main event, but you know what I'm saying. Yep. The, the names are kind of hokey. Uh, TNA has some real cool names too, but obviously that's their stuff they locked up. So, I mean, collision. Whatever. I, I mean, it is what it is. Now, I don't, I will get to the premise of the show uh, because there was a person rumored to be involved in that show and why that show is going to be what it's going to be. Heavily um, involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, what I what I hoped for this show is you you make a two hour show because it's rumored to be two hours, so you're gonna have another two hour show on top of Rampage on top of Dynamite that's gonna be on a Saturday. Now, if last Saturday was any indication because Rampage was on a Saturday, uh, this may this may be pretty good. So, because Rampage's ratings for for that that show that they did were high as shit, this is probably well, they had an NBA lead in. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. It helped. And this time of year may actually help them a lot, especially with Rampage uh, coming after those games. So let me let me let me say this real quick before you before you get into your uh, soliloquy. So, you know, if you're gonna have uh, the new show coming on you know, TNT, the collision show, why not move Rampage, if it's possible, why not move Rampage to an entirely different time slot? Why not move Rampage to TBS 605 Saturdays? This is what I was going to get to. But if you do that, then that kind of, that's kind of depending because you have the Saturday Night Show on TNT. So that's right. Why not have, you know, okay, let, let me put it like this. So, the problem that they run into, and this is a problem that, that WCW had back in the day, and this is where Nitro was created off of, is because if you looked at um, what was going on at the time, you had the WCW Saturday Night Show, Saturday Night's 305, six, uh, 305 Pacific on the West Coast, 605. 605, yep. Yep. So then you had, uh, and, and then you had Monday Night Raw unopposed on, on Monday nights. Yep. There was no direct competition there. And what I'm getting at here is that you have one show on one day, one show on the other day, and how do you compete that way? Like, what, there's no there's no way to compete here. So if you take... Let's Are say, they trying to compete? Because this, it, move, it, this move tells me they're not trying to compete. They're not trying to compete, but at the same time, a Saturday night time slot, okay, it, it's not the best time slot. Honestly, it's not. It's not. It's 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 the death zone. Now, I 
you know, to me, the obvious time slot would have been Thursday. But that would, I mean, they have Dynamite on Wednesday. Thursday would have been the perfect time slot because mm-hmm. Impact back in the day, Impact was on Thursday nights and they pulled pretty good numbers for Spike. Impact but, is still on Thursday nights. They're just on access and nobody really. Well, knows I'm talking about. about I'm talking about the real Impact. I'm talking about TNA. Yeah. You know the you know the real the real the real team. The, not not this shit they got going now. I'm talking about actually. I TNA. before you before you go on, I would venture to say the shit that they got going on in Impact right now is probably some of the best storytelling that's out right now in any promotion. Oh, I'm so damn happy to hear that. But anyways. Boy, so. I mean, across the board. But, I mean, other, nothing's beating the bloodline. But other than that, TNA has well, the best, well, the best Well, story. I don't know. Because, you know, bloodline to me is kind of cooling off a little bit. It know? is, but. It's tapering off, but they're still telling the story. Yeah, but, but overall, was, TN, TNA, TNA has some shit that they, and Nick Aldis just showed back up in, uh. TNA too, so I saw that. That's Impact, actually a good. So. That was actually a good move. Yeah, that was a good get. But so. what I'm getting at is that that was a problem that Bischoff ran into back in the day. Mm-hmm. Is that he had the Saturday show? The Saturday show wasn't really drawing what they wanted to draw. I mean, it did good, but it was it did it wasn't doing the numbers that Money Night Raw was doing. So right. that's kind of the situation right. that they're in right now. Was in in reality, do you really need Rampage at this point? Do you need Rampage? Can we sacrifice Rampage for just a Friday night show at 8 o'clock? If but you're going to do, do that, that, you're directly yeah. going against SmackDown. Exactly. I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, is it really going to hurt you? Mm, I, that's a gamble. Because SmackDown's the A show. It is. It, I mean, it's the A show when Roman's on it. Yeah. But most weeks, SmackDown... Sucks. I'm and I I'm just gonna admit it, it does. It's it's a it's a shit show. It's it's a show full of rematches and the stories don't go anywhere. Raw Raw is Raw is the A show. SmackDown is not the A show. SmackDown is the B show. Raw is the A show. That is the flagship show financially. Yes. It is the flagship show for WWE. Yeah, you're right. Financially, now finance well, financially, I think they were getting a little bit more money on Fox. For SmackDown, that was a billion dollar deal. Are you? Are you? Are you? Yeah, true. But you got three hours over on Raw still, and that that revenue adds up with the ads. So how how close is that? I have to take a look at the financials, but um, I just know the hierarchy and the WWE the way they see fit. Raw is the the A show. It's the flagship show. It always has been. Always will be. Yeah. That's Vince. That's Vince's baby. That's that's just what True. it is. SmackDown doesn't matter how. Doesn't matter if Roman Roman can be on SmackDown every damn week. Doesn't matter. SmackDown will always be the B show in the eyes of Vince, and always be the B show in the eyes of WWE. That's why they don't put a lot into SmackDown. If you notice, SmackDown is on majority week. SmackDown is carried by a lot more wrestling, less storylines. Development storyline development don't happen until really raw. If you want to look at the situation, that's when they do a lot more stories of mm-hmm. SmackDown is just matches, really. It's match, it's matches here with little you know stories here and there. I get what they you're saying. The they, they do set up, they do set up a lot, 
yeah. from Monday to Friday. They do and, that. And, and my thing is, is that what they're talking about here with this AEW Collision show is that it's supposed to be supposedly a a soft brand split because we might as well just go out right now and just talk about it. The CM. the main culprit, you know, character that's going to be on the show supposedly is CM Punk. Right. And, you know, he wants to come back. And, and I guess uh, they're going to do some kind of a, of a meeting between him and, and Chris Jericho or whatever to see if they can work together. I guess Jericho wants to be his first feud. When he comes in, so you already know the the, the promos are going to be fire on that one because everybody knows the personal situation. And Jericho and Punk are going to eat this shit up. That's oh, yeah. what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to talk. And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This right here, for this, the, I don't like the name of the show. I think the time slot sucks. But I actually am in favor of this because now we're going to see. Who's the draw? You Ooh, take that's Jericho. That's you take Jericho. You got Punk. You got split this shit up. You put half the crew over here, half the Dynamite crew, the Elite, right? The Elite say, oh, well, supposedly they don't want to work with Punk. All right, let's see if the Elite are actual draws now. Let's take away all these other uh, different elements over here. We're going to put these guys over here on the Saturday show, and let's see who's draws. I Let's like that idea, though. I like I like that idea. I do. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I and like it's that. gonna be a con. And, and let's not let's not even worry about the WWE. Let's worry about ourselves. Let's worry about competing with ourselves, bro. That's gonna be that's fire, though. Yeah, <laughs> that that's fire. And because I would say let's does, have two it, two yeah. different two different squads. I would have two different teams working on these shows. I I mean. Tony Khan could be the end-all, be-all, but, dude, go out and go get Delirious yeah. and have Delirious running the Saturday show. They can do whatever the hell they want to do on Wednesdays, but the Saturday show has got to look different. It's got to feel different. It has to be a completely different presentation. Yeah. When you watch this show, you have to to say this is something I'm watching a completely different AEW than what I'm seeing on Wednesday. I don't want to have it where I watch Raw on Monday and then I'm watching SmackDown on Friday. And the only difference between the two shows is, oh, the LED screens say SmackDown or they say yeah. Raw. Yeah. The visuals, you know, it's got to be completely different. Yeah. Like WCW had with Thunder. And it, it, when you watch Thunder, Thunder looked completely different from Nitro. It Just did. like SmackDown looked completely different from Raw back in the day. Yeah, AEW has they have to do that, and I think with Punk and and let and let this show be a more since it's Saturday nights be a more uh, aggressive style of of basically take the good points of the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era and put them together in that one show. In that one show, and you'll see with Punk on this show, with Jericho on this show, with Hobbs on this show. With Ricky Starks on this show, and a bunch of other guys that they're not yeah, using Barry, Barry Country, all these different casts that they got on Dark. I saw on Dark a little while ago, um, the Captain Shine Dean. It was another guy. They were a tag the team. tag team. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Put them motherfuckers on on this show. Yeah. Because I like what I saw on on Dark. Uh, Sky Blue. Yep. Get that big booty on fucking. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> put her, put 
put her ass on on that show. Yes, I agree. Know what I'm saying? Agree. Put Abaddon and, on that show. Yes. Split your split the so so basically you have you have Jay Cargill, the TBS champion, stays on Diamond. TBS the TBS champion stays on. That's Diamond. the only aspect I'm really worried about is how are they gonna split these titles? Because there there has to be a champion on that show. I am in favor of Jay Cargill being on that show. I am. I think that you have the AEW championship, obviously. The the main title for collision, the TNT title. If it's on TNT, yes. You make that you you bring that belt up and say, okay, this championship is now the the AEW TNT heavyweight championship. Okay. I I would I would be you in just favor of that. Take that belt up and just you elevate it up. I would be in favor of that. And that way you got no problems. What about the women's? Because you have two AEW women's championships. Do you put one of them on, on you take the A you take the AEW women's side and you put that on the, T, the the TNT show, the TBS side remains on TBS. Okay. My only issue is Jade is holding that one. She and says I want, on, on, I want her on that show though. Because yeah, I know the Jay, I know the exposure is gonna be is is gonna be crazy if CM Punk. Well, it, you know, and and there's there's rumors right now going around that you know there's possibility Mercedes Monet could show up in AEW at at some point, which would be a huge get for them. What's What's funny is I read something today. It was uh, she has like one more match on her New Japan deal, so apparently right. she didn't sign a long contract. No, and they're and trying to talk about something with it right now. Yeah. So, you know, if it happens, so some people are like, oh, well, I think she's going to go back to WWE. Why the hell would she do that? Uh, no, she's on fire right she's now. She's not going to do that. Yeah. And at some point, you're going to probably end up seeing uh, Trinity Fatu as well, the former Naomi, show up in yeah. AEW as well. I could see them coming in together. I could see that too. Uh, another interesting thing that happened too, uh, Becky Lynch just blacked out all her shit and removed uh, well, it's just going yeah. by Rebecca Quinn. Yeah, I don't really. I, I that's just. I, I think that's all work. I think honest. that's a work too. She her contract, from what I read, her contract is up until twenty four. So she ain't going. What to about work. Bailey? Mm, not sure what's going on with Bailey. Bailey might just be taking some time off. Mm. Yeah, interesting times. Interesting times. Yeah. But yeah. I just kind of find it funny that the 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 elite supposedly said they don't want to work with Punk, and I'm like, so y'all don't want to draw money, or or are you afraid because you know that if you get in the ring with CM Punk, you know you're gonna have to step up your game, and you True. know for a fact that when it comes to promos on the mic, he will he's bury gonna, you. Yeah, he's gonna bury you. He's gonna blast you. And yeah. that's what it is. So Tony Khan needs to basically just step up as and basically be. be that's pretty man. telling. That that's pretty telling, because you know yeah. you know CM Punk's gonna drop some bombs on their ass if he has to promo against. Him. Well, it, yeah, exactly. And 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 it's like at the same time, listen, they were going behind saying a bunch of shit supposedly. That's what started this whole thing to begin with. Was it running their mouth supposedly? 
Right. To the to the, to the dirt sheets. This is right. what what started this whole thing. Right. So we're at, we're at this point now where Tony Khan is like, listen, let's let bygones be bygones. I still got this guy. This guy is a draw, obviously, because they're not doing nothing without him. Bring him back and let's make some money and let's do this thing. You got this big stadium show coming up in Wembley. You got to you got to do something with that. You got Forbidden Door coming. Sam Punk wasn't a part of Forbidden Door last year. Right. He wants to be a part of it this year. And he's healthy. Okay. And, and he's you healthy. can get him in there with Tana. And I'm, and, I, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the elite, they're they are not as big a superstars as CM Punk. They're not. They're not. They're not. That's that's true. And they, they and gotta said, eat, they gotta eat that though. I said this a while ago, and I and I, I don't understand why people don't, you know, either people don't listen or they don't agree with this, but it's the truth. No one gave a shit about the elite until they joined the bullet club. And when yeah. the bullet club was hot is when they were, were over. Okay. True. That's when they were really over. And if you look at it now, the cool factor for them was the bullet club. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. The, the, the two suites, the crotch shops, the, the homages to the, the NWO DX, whatever. That was what people were looking at. That's what people wanted to see. They they came at a time when that thing was really hot. And now you look at it from at this point, what have they done? Have they have they have they been over to that point again? No. No. They have not been. No. And I'm not knocking them. It's just the truth. No, it, like yeah, if you want if, if you want to if you want to be real about it, like I said, that's that's when they were the most over. The only person, and I will say this right now. Begrudgingly, we'll say this. The only person out of that faction that's super mega over right now is Cody. Period. I have to even admit that. He's the most one to be. I look at at Cody and I thought to myself the other night, you know, Cody is on the verge right now. If they keep this push that he's got going right now, Cody is on the verge. He could be Hulk Hogan. That's so fucking funny you said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's his, so his, fucking his, funny his, you said that. His his baby face run, if they keep it going and this this just the American nightmare and this white meat all American baby face. Oh yeah. I'm thinking to myself, this guy can be the modern day Hogan. And when he finally turns I told you, I told oh you. Oh my God, when he finally turns. I told you. That they're that setting this shit up. The 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 Handshaking with the babies, kissing the babies, giving the belts away—like they've been hey, setting that shit up. I, I, I'd love to see if there's one person out there that I think could resurrect the NWO, black and white. No, yeah, it's Cody. no, it's Cody. No. Oh yeah, I'm not going that fucking far. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. That. That. If you no. can, if you can bring, if you can bring back, if you can bring back the LWO, and as we've seen right now, that shit is fucking garbage. What what they're doing with that? I'm not even going that far, bro. Like that's going that far. That's sacred ground. That's sacred ground. And if they let it's sacred Cody, ground, yeah, and oh, so. is that's that's sacred. That's WWE like, trademark, man. I know, but for 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 a fan, like for an NWO fan, that's that's sacred ground, man. Like you gonna really give this shit to Cody? Yeah, I would. You would. I can't believe what the fuck I'm hearing right now. Yeah, I would. 
You know why? Because I know that it's gonna sell a shit ton of t-shirts. Well, yeah, of course it sells itself, but you are willing to let Cody Rhodes resurrect and command the new world order. Yeah. Okay. I sure would. All right. I mean, his his daddy did it, so why not? His dad was a member. Dad was a member. His dad worked behind the scenes there with the NWO and WCW. You know, I mean, Cody is NWO royalty, man. It's already been in the Bullet Club. You remember that black and white? You remember that black and white video Bullet Club did a few years ago? That NWO style video they did. Yeah. You remember how Cody looked in the black and white? Watch. Fuck the revival. Watch. It can happen. He'd be the only person to do it. I'm not sure who the other the other uh the other members would be, but that that would be a big deal. Cody, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he could pull it off with anybody. He could. I'm just I'm him. just saying I'm just in awe that you came up with this. Because this is in I, my head, but your head I that's, came that's up, I, 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 I came up with it because here's the thing. I I said what I said about Cody. I meant it. I said he ain't the guy to beat Roman. I meant that. He ain't the guy to beat Roman because I felt that he had earned it. That's what I said. He just came in. He was gone. He only had a few matches with Seth. He was gone with the peck injury. He hadn't earned it. That's That was my I, point. We, I think if we agree he earns on that. It, if he earns it and then later on down the line he was to get it, yeah. But he, the way I would do it would be this. All right? Cody finally got the belt, and then Cody says, screw screw you and, and screw the WWE. You know, we're, we're going to do the same. We're going to do this my way. We're, we're taking this shit over, and, and that's how that's how I would go with it. NWO story writes itself. That's it writes true. itself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and it'll be something, because people are like, well, people are like, oh, well, well you know, they brought the LWO back, and they can bring the NWO. You should have seen the hate comments for the LWO. It's like crazy. But I'm like, Okay, if they were to bring the NWO back, black and white, right? We we tried this in 02. Why didn't it work? Well, it 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 didn't work because number one, the guys were older then. Okay, number two, you had some unwilling participants, so code. You know. <laughs> so that's why it didn't work. But if you if they were to do it now, I'm sure Kevin Nash and Hogan would love it because they get the residuals off the t shirts. Uh, you but, know they say yes, and you know Scott Austin I guess residuals off the merch. So, bottom line is is that I think Cody would would be perfect to to lead the NWO Revolution. It would be fresh. We haven't seen a black and white NWO as far as a stable since two thousand two. Mm-hmm. So I think it would work. I think if they get down to like, like you watch AEW, they got you got the outcasts out there spray painting people. Where the hell did they get that idea from? No, they they said they took that from the NWO. Exactly. So yeah. you look you look the WWE and Triple H and all these guys, and you know how it is. Like, well, you know, we really we really can't really do because the way things are right now, we really can't really do this this DX suck it thing. But you know, we could do this NWO thing. We, yeah. we can get away with that. You yeah. know, that's a little bit safer. We all we can spray paint people and all types of shit. So I'm for one, if if I was on the creative team, I would actually you know. You you want to you want a group to come. You want to you want to slow draw that out though. Well, yeah, and yeah, you want to slow yeah. draw that out. 
Yeah, I would so draw it out, and I would have it. You know, I, I would have this thing going. Going if it was me, I'd have it going by the Survivor Series this year. War Games. Mm, I w- War Games would make more sense because that's Bloodline dad, versus NWO. That's his dad's creation. Yep, Bloodline yeah, versus I, NWO. I I think I think that would make sense if if they do a war games and he's in it. Yeah, I, I think because because Cody because listen, Cody to me when I look at Cody, Cody oh. reminds me in some aspects of what he's doing. Cody reminds me of Hollywood Hogan with with the weight belt. And 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 the gear, the tights and the boots and shit that he wears, it, it's he he's trying to be Hogan. And I don't think people are catching on to this shit. Like he's trying to be Hollywood. But he ain't there yet. You know, he's he wants to be this all American white mate white meat babyface, and I'm telling you, because kid, I, you know, I I'm I'm just sitting here admitting this right now. People love this guy. And I'm telling you, when Cody, you when Cody turns, you. when Cody turns, it's I'm, gonna be a big fucking deal when they, and he finally turns. But he, but if he was to turn, and was to turn the I right way, I think you need to. I think you need to draw this out like next year. Like I think, I think, I what you're saying, it, it, it sounds great, and it makes a lot of sense. I don't think this year is the year to do it, though. I think. You gotta, you gotta draw this shit out. Like, could do it at WrestleMania forty. You could, you you could. WrestleMania forty could WrestleMania forty could go off the air with Cody and all oh my. Let's just let's just put it like this: Cody screwing Roman, or if if Roman's champion by then. Oh yeah, if he's a champion, Cody's man. screwing somebody out of getting the getting the belt. What if, what if some some now some sometime between now and then. Let's just say they were to, to resurrect the big gold belt. Bring that back, right? Yeah. Could you imagine the heat they would get if Cody was to pull out a can of black paint and paint that fucking belt? The belt that he said that he wanted all of a sudden, he was doing it for his dad. Yeah. And basically say, oh, screw the, screw the dream. I wasn't doing it for the dream. I was doing it for me. And yeah. spray paint that spray paint That'd that be, belt that off. would be that would be mega heat. Yeah. Spray I just just but, but you got you paint. gotta draw it because if you if you just do it if you if you do it in a way to where like he's not built up to that, I don't see it going well. But if you build up to that and that payoff is like him him starting that shit, oh yeah. I can definitely see him garnering major heat. And honestly, I think if they were to do that, I think that I would dare say it would probably be as big as it was before the first time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, But you've got to build up to that because yeah. he does have the capability to be that star. But that's just... That's just fantasy booking right now. Not yeah, that, that's it. That's is. just fantasy booking. But that's, I, I that's like it. I, I like that's it. What I, that's what I would do if I was doing creative. I'm like, okay, look. I like that we, idea, we, we own this intellectual property, the NWO. There are a lot of NWO fans out there still. People come to you look at the damn crowd out there every week. You look at the shirts they're wearing. 
if it ain't we the ones, it's NWO. It's, yeah. Black and white, red and black, whatever. Let's do or or if it's not if it's not either of those two, it's Cody shit. Right. So yep. I agree with that. Definitely yep. agree with that. Let's stay in this lane for a little bit. This creative lane. Because it was confirmed Triple H are confirmed. Triple H is the head of creative at WWE. There was an email that Vince sent to the entire company saying that Triple H is the head of creative. Mm. Furthermore, it has come out that the Triple H era in creative is officially supposed to start with the WWE draft. My question to you, what the fuck happened last year? So was he not was he not the head of creative last year? Was this was this I, I believe I believe that he was uh made chief content officer by Vince before he retired. And I remember that Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon were create were, were co um CEOs or whatever it was. Yeah. So I don't know what they're talking about. The Triple H era begins at the WWE draft, <laughs> unless they're talking about because Vince no longer owns the company. It's a new day now. I, I don't. I don't get that. I, I don't. I think it's. I, I think what it was was they were they were hearing the ramblings from probably the inside about a lot of people were not happy about what was going down. Baden so Nick, so Nick Khan talked to Vince. And say, hey, can you please just send an email out saying that even though at the end of the day, Vince, it don't matter. It's it's your show, right? We we all we all know this, but can you just send an email saying that that Paul is the head of creative? It, it, let's just calm this shit down. Yeah, it it still doesn't. If make you sense, people though. actually believe <laughs> that Vince McMahon is completely out of the picture creatively for the WWE, the company that this man built. All right. He is just going to turn it over, even though he sold it, but he still has power that he's just going to just say, I'm just going to go walk away from my baby. I'm going to let my son-in-law run it. And I'm not going to have anything to say about it. Right. You are delusional. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It didn't happen the entire time he was "quote unquote" retired. That's what gets me. <laughs> That's what gets me. He never stopped running <laughs> shit. It's always there. Like what? But that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make like, sense. And it's like people praise Triple H as like he's this creative genius. I'm sorry, I don't see it. You have uh, Triple H has been. Triple H has been the guy creatively, right? Been creatively running this shit. Guess what? Guess what? The Bloodline storyline started when Vince was on creative. This is true. Vince was running creative, right? This is true. That's when it started. All right? So what what the hell are y'all talking about? Y'all talking about, oh, this storyline is the the greatest. Well, Vince is the one who was there when it was going down. When when this whole thing started. When Roman, Roman came back. And he, he did the okay for Roman to turn heel, and they did that segment on SmackDown where the camera panned out and Paul Heyman sitting right next to Roman. They're like, oh shit, what's going on here? 
because Roman's a, they changed it up now. Yep. Whose idea was that? Who who's the change of character here? Vince. So when you sit there and say, "Oh my God," you know they were giving Jay Uso man of it, Jay. He was on Vince. That's Vince. Oh, the whole thing with the Usos, you know, Vince. This is all Vince McMahon. Yeah, this is that's definitely that's Vince. why I don't understand what, what, what people are talking about here. Vince <laughs> has never walked away. Like the this the disdain that people have for for Vince for whatever. And and I'm like, you know, this is what I said last week on this show. Like Vince gave you your childhood. <laughs> Vince was responsible for this shit. He gave you, you know, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. He gave you Randy Savage. He gave you the Ultimate Warrior. He gave you Jake the St. Roberts. He gave you the Demolitions. He gave you the Texas Tornadoes, the, the model Rick Martells, the Million Dollar Mans, the Undertakers, Kings, the Rocks, Stone Coast Boston, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you know, all these different cats. He did all that. So you mean to tell me that people try to make this guy out to be like an idiot, this, this supposed idiot that don't know anything, he's out of touch, built a fucking empire. What are you talking about? Bought that shit for a million. Bought that shit for a million. Is that exactly <laughs> built built an empire? Like you couldn't tell me shit after that. Like for Bro, real, built, you can't tell me shit. Empire. Built, built an empire. <laughs> Fuck he, and, and, and he went and he went against all these different promoters. All these different promoters back in the day. And you had the, the AWA. You had, you know, uh, Phil Munster. You had all these different guys. All these guys. You had all these all these different promoters around the country that Vince stomped them all out. Beat them all. Did it he all on his own. Yeah. And it wasn't, I'm sorry, not Phil Munster. Sam Munster. Beat them all. You know, completely just, just obliterated and destroyed them. Made yeah. it his own. Yeah. That's what Vince did. So when I hear people talk shit about talk shit about Vince and Vince this event, like, what are y'all talking about? This this guy here, that, I mean, I mean Triple H, what has Triple H done that's so creative that it's just like, oh my God, that's like must see. Nothing. I dare you just, just, just like just show me something other than what's going on here with the bloodline, which is I've collected. I guarantee you, and I I'm not even a fan of this fucking guy, but I guarantee you, Paul Heyman has a lot more to do with that story than Triple H. Yeah, that the way the story plays out is the Paul Heyman story. Uh huh, exactly. If you watch CCW, this is playing out exactly. Well, like it, Paul exactly. Heyman. So that's so that's what I'm saying here. I'm not I'm not going to discredit Triple H. So Triple H don't have anything to do with it. That's that's that would be stupid. What I'm saying is is that Vince McMahon is the creative genius. McMahon is the one who built the fucking empire, and people need to understand that. Yeah, all of a sudden, this, this hate, thing that, hate for Vince. Like, for yeah. what? Because Vince... For what? Because Vince, because Vince did what, what a bunch of motherfuckers are doing right now? Yeah. No, the shit that got me about the whole thing was, okay, so y'all, y'all announced this shit last year that this was going to be Triple H's. Right. Um, and then, of course... When the company got sold, it was okay. I won't be in the weeds as I normally am, but the final power is going to come to me creatively. So, and then we get okay, the Triple H era is officially going to start with the draft. I'm like, well, that's not true because you mean to tell me Vince is going to change his mind on being head of like the final say so for creative? 
That's no. what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> no, he is not going to change his mind. That's like, what I'm saying. What, like, I mean, <laughs> people, let's not be gullible here. Vince is like, that in control. Was, that report was some bullshit. Y'all know, y'all know that. <laughs> y'all, it, y'all know the, Vince ain't giving up control. The man is in control. <laughs> He's always been in control, and he will always be in control. Yeah, exactly. Even making Nick kind of president, he's still in control. Yeah. Well, he's Nick Khan's boss still. Like, uh, that's what people don't understand. Like, Nick Khan and Dana White, Vince McMahon is now both their fucking bosses. Exactly. That needs to be that needs to be understood. He is both of their bosses. So, in the grand well, scheme people, of things. People don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, in the grand scheme of things, like both UFC and WWE, like this motherfucker did a power move, bro. He was like, okay, y'all gonna think I'm giving up control of my shit, but in reality, I own, like, this motherfucker might as well be doing this shit again. Like, it's all mine. Right. It's all in the power of my hands. Like, the man is a genius. It is genius, and I don't understand that. <laughs> that that's why I don't understand he, that. The man is a genius. If Triple H was a if, if Triple H is a creative genius, and that means that Bad Bunny is a good singer, we know that's bullshit. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh shit! What else did we want to get into tonight? Man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know, we 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 know we have ideas that we have, and then we like come on here and just just shoot the shit. Oh, uh, you know what? What's up? Um, I ended up going to. Uh, I think this might be a thing. MPX. Okay, this might be a thing for me. Um, so they have they have a local promotion here, um, and. They run every Saturday night and different people come in. So this past, the the Saturday before I went, uh, they had Abaddon, Chris Bay from the Bullet Club, and they were in the building. And then they do the normal wrestling events. And now they have another promotion, uh, Lone Star Wrestling out here as well. That they there it's a brand new promotion, but uh Tim Storm and Nick Aldis are a part of it. Okay. Um and just some just some interesting shit, but it's like right around the corner from my house, and I just went to check it out because I, I I had done cleaning and did all my little to-do shit. And right. I was like, I got a I got a couple hours. So I went went and watched the shows. Actually, a very good they it's a very good promotion. Um, they have very good wrestlers there that I, I wanna I wanna start getting to know more. So, MPX man, shout out to y'all. And uh, Athena is a very big part of MPX. So, oh good, I'm 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 glad. Athena is um another one that is one of the one of the the top female wrestlers in in the uh in the country. And I'm glad that you know she's doing her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she could do her thing more. Definitely. 
Because I, I like that she's the ROH champion, but with ROH being on Honor Club and them, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't get the justice it it should. Which, by the way, with this new collision shit, like, why do we have an ROH? If this is all going to be a soft brand split, like, why do we? Why do we have all these different fucking things? So we have. We have Dynamite. Well, first and foremost, we have Dark, Elevation, Dark, Dynamite, uh, ROH, Rampage, and then now we're going to have Collision. Like, some of these shits need to go. Yeah. But you were just the one last week talking about how they put out too much product for Star Wars, and look at this shit. This is, this is excessive. Yeah, this is excessive. I mean, yeah. granted, granted, WWE has a lot of shit that you don't really pay attention to, but it's WWE. They can fucking get away with this shit. Like AEW, y'all need to grow. Like I'm now on the you need to grow bandwagon. Like you have too many people there that you're not showcasing. They have, they have their, they have their niche audience which is yep. about nine hundred thousand. Yep. that's their hardcore that's their their limit that's going to watch their product yeah and even even with the new show which i hope is a success for them even with the new show and even with cm punk coming back you still got to rebuild that that situation you still got to rebuild do. that brand to bring those people back to watch to watch that show because people don't like the way it was handled to begin with. They don't mm-hmm. like the fact that you kept Punk off TV and they don't like the fact that you almost insulted their, insulted their intelligence yep. by acting like it didn't happen. And By the time he comes back, he would have been out for damn near, like, what, 11 months? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a long fucking time. So Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, man. And yeah, and then you got the people. So I'm I'm really curious to see who wants to work with him and who doesn't. Because you know who doesn't. You, you know, let me tell you something about that. So if I, Frank D, was running a company, and I, you know what? I'm going to take the shades off. For this one, <laughs> we about to get some real shit. <laughs> yeah. So I got this cat here, but I'm paying all this money to right, and I'm and I'm and I'm paying y'all a bunch of money, and you're gonna dictate to me who you don't want to work with. No, I am the fucking boss. I tell you who you're gonna work with. And that's just plain and simple. And if you don't like it, I'll either bench you and put you on AEW Dark or whatever, but you're not going to dictate to me who you are going to work with and who you're not going to work with. That's up to me because I'm the one paying you. You don't tell me what to do. I'm the promoter. I'm the boss. That's the problem that they have there. You don't respect the boss. 
we could be friends. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I'm the boss. What I say goes. I have the final say. So, Elite, you don't want to work with Punk. Okay. Well, as Wade Barrett would say back in the day, I think I have some bad news. <laughs> because you're going to work with Punk and FTR. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to recoup some of this money that I've you know, spent on your asses. Yeah. But I don't feel that I've gotten back because the bottom line is this guy over here, CM Punk, is the one who drew million dollar houses. Who yep. drew haven't movies. had a million dollar house since he's been gone. Yeah, it, it, exactly. So I am making a decision. I'm gonna be the Vince McMahon around here and tell you who you're working with, and, and that's it. That that right there, that last sentence is what I think Tony Khan is afraid of. He does not want to be Vince McMahon, but he has to be. Oh, if he don't want to do it, he don't want to do it. You can hire Frank D. Frank D. will do it. <laughs> I'll put the I'll, I'll put the foot down. But that but that's 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 exactly what the case is. Like he yep. doesn't want to be that guy. These but problems did not happen. No, not under Vince's watch. No, doesn't not, happen. No. Would not happen. No. Okay. Yo Tony, ass would be gone. Tony Khan. Tony Khan can say all damn day long, "You can knock the WCW all day, brother." Guess what? You have never reached that success. Okay. All you've reached so far is this. You have egomaniacs running wild around there. You have the prisoners running the asylum. Is what yep. you got going on? Yeah. That's kind of the same thing happened with Bischoff. When you gotta, Bischoff was going to be gotta, everybody's buddy. You got to bite that bullet, man. You bite the bullet to. and be the man. And I and I hope that he gets it. I hope that he gets it together. I I really would like to see AEW survive. It's good that they're around. It's good for 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 the guys and gals to have a job. It's good for them to have different places to work. It's good for the fans to have a different place, to, a different you know brand of, of of entertainment to watch. That's all good. That's all good and great. But what I don't like is I don't like all these issues that's going on behind the scenes being brought to the forefront because it takes away from the talent and all the stories that they're trying to tell in the ring. It does. It's, it, and it makes the company look like this, you know, this just high school bullshit that's going on over there. It's not, not you it, know it, what it, it does? It's not professional. Yeah. Like the WWE. You know what it, it does? What it makes it, it validates, it validates everything CM Punk was talking about in that media scrum. Well, it validates, the, it, and it also validates that, that WWE is <laughs> The place to be. At one time, yeah. people thought AEW was the place to be. Yeah, but now it's showing you that okay, it, it's the it's the place to be because look at all the issues going on right now. Yeah, all the all the crap that's going on right now at at AEW that we never had these issues in TNA. You didn't have these issues in WWE. You had these issues in WCW when people wouldn't want to pull their creative control, but not to the point where it got to the, uh, a physicality situation. The only time I remember something, and there were fights in WCW. Yeah, you, you know, you had the 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 Sid Vicious Arn Anderson, you had the 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 Vader Paul Orndorff, you yeah. had the Kevin Nash Roddy Piper, you know, when Nash sucked the shot of Piper and punked him. 
you know, all that stuff that happened. Yeah. You, you had these things happening, but it's not to the extent where someone goes on the media scrum and just calls out the bullshit, calls out. Like I'm throwing stuff. all you motherfuckers on. Exactly. Today. Exactly. Yeah. That shit was unheard of. And people, and some people were talking about, well, punk, you know, should apologize to the elite. Apologize for what? If anything, they need to be apologizing to him because they're the ones that were running their fucking mouths to their dirt sheets. Yep. That's what it was. That's what set him off. Exactly. They're yeah, running their mouths to their dirt off. sheets. Said, I mean, come there's on, a, man. There, there's a decorum. There's a decorum yeah. that needs to yeah. be followed. And they didn't follow that shit. Why? Because to me, I felt like they felt like they had the power. Um, they that they were in a position to where they really couldn't be touched about it, and he was just like, "Fuck that shit." Right. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck that shit." I'm touching you. I, I can't. I can't fucking get get what I want out of you. So I'm gonna touch you. I'm gonna you throw know, all you fuckers under the bus. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick. I think this will be the last the last segment for tonight. Um, you know, it it, it comes down to um, something that I saw um, the other day. I think I was on Reddit, and they were talking about um, they were talking about Hook and and Dominic Mysterio mm. and MJ, MJF and. They were talking about basically how Dominic Mysterio has pretty much surpassed Hook. You know, oh, he has. And they kind of came around at the same time a little bit. But yeah. he surpassed him. And then how Dominic gets true heel heat and MJF gets go away heat. So this is true. This is I true. just I you know, I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm not really. I'm not. I'm not really feeling MJF. To be honest, you know what? It, and I've I've said this a while ago. Um, his act, in which the last week, I hope I hope he stays on the path that he he was on starting last week, because last week he wasn't with the honky dory, cheap shit. Like he was really calling shit what it was last week, and I was like, okay, I like this shit. I hope he stays there because there is where your heat is. But he was he was getting the cheap heat. And you know, he was just saying shit to get a reaction out of people. And that worked in the beginning. And and it, it worked up up until up until about maybe a year ago. It, it started it started getting old. And it's like, okay, I need more out of him. Yeah, it's like it's it's the same thing. Like I, I it's yeah. like I okay. Do you have anything that you can say exactly. that's of any of any merit of any right. of any meaning? Right. I, I don't. I, I I can't. You know, it's it's funny because in in the business, you have guys that do promos, and you can think back. Like you can think about Dusty Rose and the Hard Times promo, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or anytime Rick Ferrell would be out there talking about, you know, limousine riding, Jeff Fine, Kiss Steven, we were dealing, um, you know, Macho Man, you know, thinking, thinking, you know, um, cup of coffee and, in the big time, it, exactly. You know, anything Scott Hall that was, you will say that was cool, 
um the rock you know you know it doesn't they, matter they have stuff you could they remember. have stuff that you can remember i can't yeah. remember one damn thing a promo that mjf is cut where i'm like i can quote that mother the only promo that comes to mind from mjf is the one he cut on william regal that is that is the promo that I remember. I, I remember him, and I was like, "Okay," but those moments don't happen often for him, right? Right? They don't. They're 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 spaced out, and that's where the problem was. It's like you're not giving us anything. You're not you're not giving us anything. But all right, I'm going to talk about you. And I'm going to make these fans boo. And then I'm going to go back to the back. And that worked up until the end of his feud with CM Punk. And then people saw like, okay, you held your own against Punk. You even beat him in some cases. But a lot of the times the substance wasn't there. You know what I mean? No, you, he, no I, I think he's been exposed. Yeah. But I it's think basically that, it's, it's that a feud one, with it's Punk a one pretty much, yeah, it pretty much exposed him. For yeah. being that. And then yeah. after yeah. that, it's like, okay, this is the same thing. I need more out of you. And mm -hmm. I think we're getting to a point with MJF that he is starting to figure out, all right, I need to give them more because the shit they did with the four pillars, like was the shit that they're doing with them right now is, is actually pretty interesting. I like where they're yeah, going. I, yeah, I just think that his, 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 his title run has been very lackluster. It, it has been. It has. It's been. not. It's not his fault. No, it's not. It's not. And I think they're. They're. I think. I hope that they're trying with this four pillar shit that they're doing with Sammy Guevara, Darby, and Jungle Boy. I hope they're bringing this in the direction to where it's like, okay, we have something credible here. Um, feud after feud after feud, we have something credible. I, I would personally, to me, honestly, if it came down to. Uh, which guy would be, which guy would be the guy it's to, uh, to to to, to to get that to get the championship? Um, I I kind of think that I honestly actually kind of think it would be Darby. Uh, Darby, for me, would, Darby would be different. I think Darby would be different. I also think for for. What I know a champion can be, I think that guy Sammy Guevara. That's yeah, but see, Sammy, Go Sammy Guevara, and there's a story that can be told there too. Yeah, but see, Sammy Guevara, in order to get Sammy Guevara to that level, we need to start a story where Sammy Guevara is breaking away from the JAS. He, I agree with that. Getting away from on his own, on his own. So it's yeah. kind of the situation with the bloodline storyline. Except I think what should happen is is that they should do a fatal four-way match. And I think that Sammy Guevara would, would have the upset win and beat MJF for the championship. And then he comes out on Dynamite for the celebration. But then Chris Jericho hits him pretty much with the, the Judas effect and turns uh, the Randy Orton. The, the, exactly. And just oh, okay. I like you know, how dare how dare you, you know, yeah. Think like think it. you're the think you're the man. Basically just, you know, turn him. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But we got to get to that point. Because right now, yeah, yeah, him being a JAS lackey, which he should never been. He should never have been. He shouldn't have come back. Yeah, yeah, he, he should, should never have been. But I understand, I understand why they did that. Is because he had heat on him 
already. Yeah. So they just like right. fuck it, just come back. Yeah, I think him and him and him and uh him and uh Tay uh name Tay Mello. Yeah. I think they are they are miscast in the JS. Why? Yeah, and it was it was it was because they had heat on them. Right. Didn't marry. But they could have heat, but you don't have to be in this group. He's in the circle. You don't. Yeah. You know, that's you the thing. And, and it's just like they haven't done anything with the with the with the JAS again. I you know, I, I really kind of wish that I hate that shit. Because yeah. the what you're talking about with him happened, right? And he did leave with a good amount of you know baby face. He was made. Imagine. Yeah, he was made. And now it's and, like now and then he got with Ty Mello. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And it's like now it's like, how do you expect he, people to take him seriously as like because he's you a put contender. him back there? And it's like you just a Jericho, a Jericho act. He has a break. It's kind of like how they how they kind of how they ruined Dan, uh, Daniel Garcia. Same situation where he yeah. walked away. And yeah. and uh-huh. Garcia should have Garcia just Garcia should have been put. Garcia in the, the, was made too. He, he was, was made, made and too. they just yeah. And it's like I, I was just I wish Jericho would just go on his own with him and Hager as as a unit and just let these other guys go and do their own thing. Yeah, it's better for him to not have this group, but he's this group work against him. Is what I think needs to happen. And Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, if they do this correctly, tell the story correctly. Tell it from A, B to C. Sammy Guevara could be just as over as Jay as Jay Uso if they were to do it correctly. Yeah, he could. He could. But they're not going to do I it right now. I you, I can't take him as a champion when you're just Jericho's lackey, and that's that's all you've been. They have to break him away. But what I'm saying is, what I'm from from that if he does leave them, he's championship material. Like the guy has everything to carry the company right now. Yeah. So that's just me. All right, man. Final thoughts. What we got? Well, final thoughts are have not forgotten. We are gonna have this debate. <laughs> Demolition versus the Road Warriors. We're gonna have yes. this debate. That's gonna be coming up shortly. And um, so, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be a, a Patreon exclusive show. So if you are not on the Patreon, if you're listening to this right now on Spotify or any other platform out there, you're missing out. Three dollars a month, you shoot the entire that filming podcast catalog. That includes all the podcasts. That includes all the music. That includes everything that we have out there. We are the shit. All right, we're the shit over here. We are actually. So, bottom line. Hit up that film podcast on Patreon. Three dollars gets you in. Come over here, interact with us. Also join the Facebook group. Interact. We're always on there. I'm up there putting shit up there 24 7, 365. You feel what I'm saying? Same. So how that how that how your boy. Um, don't forget, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered up in this biatch. <laughs> and uh that's all I got, man. All right, cool. So, like he mentioned, uh, No Gimmicks Podcast Fan Group, uh, there's the bracket, the greatest woman's wrestler of all time going on in that bracket. We're now in the big eight. Uh, some some pretty interesting results <laughs> so far. <laughs> so, the final, the final four should be interesting. So, 
If you want to get a part of that, come to the No Gimmicks Podcast fan group on Facebook. Uh, join, vote, be a part of the conversations. Some of these conversations in the episode came straight from that group. What you got? Check this out real quick. Yep. So this is from the Oh You Didn't Know podcast. This is Road Dog saying this. Road Dog says, Road Dog doesn't think Cody Rose earned an undisputed WWE title win at WrestleMania. He says he came in and had no adversity. He went right through the Royal Rumble, right through everybody, and right to the champion. And so the argument could be made, if you give it to him now, did he earn it? So I was like, the Road Dog is saying that. That's the general consensus. That's that's all I was saying. He didn't earn it. That's the general consensus. And me, myself, I was like, I'm 50-50 on it. I don't think, I didn't think he deserved it. Like, and I'm, that's why I was like, I don't, I'm not sure they, they pulled this trigger. If they do, and that's real, a bold fucking move. And real quick, before we, before we sign off here on no gimmicks. So real quick, got some numbers here. So it says here that WWE for SummerSlam this year, which is going to be in Detroit, WWE has sold more than 32,000 tickets already for Ooh. SummerSlam. And uh, they said this being the largest day one sale for any stadium event in WWE history outside of WrestleMania, the event is under four months away. Plus, AEW has about, if I last checked, 50 or 55,000 pre signups for that's for monstrous. Show. And it's going to be 30, 30 pounds to 600 pounds is what it's going for right now. Yeah, that's that's a big number. Specifically, if even half of those people buy two tickets, that's that's crazy high. So, so business is booming. Yeah, it is booming. So shout out to both WWE and AEW for for that shit. Exactly, and shout out and shout out to Frank D for like talking about it. <laughs> shout out to you too. I hate putting you over, but fuck, you Stop can't help. Stop doing you shit to make me put you over. You, you can't help but put Frank D over because Frank D is the man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm the man. Damn it, people. Stop putting this man in positions where I, 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 I'm I, like, all right, that's good shit. I'm putting him over. Yeah, you know, you can't help it though because you know you, you see Frank D and Frank D looks like a superstar, baby. On that note, and and Frank D can cut one hell of a promo. Next time, I'll cut one on you. All right, cool. All right, for us over here at No Gimmicks, a part of the DFPN. Thank you guys for tuning in to the No Gimmicks episode forty. Up until next time, y'all have a good time. Take care of each other. And enjoy the motherfucking wrestling. Demolition is the shit.